0: yo welcome to the hype geek podcast where we talk about how gaming influences culture my name is rust and so today i'm joined here by my co-founder calu
1: what's up guys how's it going we have a ton of topics for you today and Mm -hmm. we thought last week was juicy right all the topics i think i titled the podcast exposing the esports industry because a lot of like twitch partners were exposed mixer was exposed for previous racism mixer is now dead so to Facebook gaming, so much went on, and it's just steamrolling into a whole new week of topics. Um, just so much going on, like I like what we we're talking about in the intro last podcast of just it's so mind blowing seeing how 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 kind of hits close to home, to like the people that we've seen in the industry just being affected by everything that's going on, and it's just going on, like it's just going off. Everyone is just getting fucked right now, and I kind of want to just preface this podcast by. Talking about the last podcast, and we were just shitting on all these people who were being exposed from, like, the sexual harassment issues, right? Uh, We found articles where people were just being, like, railed. And we were just, we for sure were supporting the women who were exposing these people and telling their stories because it's not easy for them to do that, right? But there's a flip side to it. theres It's kind of controversial because when a person has power, we kind of mentioned in the last podcast that that person might take advantage to of women with that power, right? These gamers who finally get this clout, they go to this convention, they do horrific stuff. But at the same time, there's also an understanding that there's dozens of stories where people are being exposed for things that they might not necessarily have, been, have done, right? And people had a kind of strong take on this. Like, Summit, I believe, tweeted out saying, Innocent until proven guilty, which was a super hot take. And I was very, very risky tweeting that because for one, at a time like this where people are finally willing to share their stories, you should not be shutting them down, right? Women should be able to finally speak about this. They're already scared. Um, they're already finally being able to like talk about this, bringing the confidence to do so. And for you to say that, it's kind of a scumbag thing to do. But I think where he's going with this is, is something I kind of realized upon posting the last podcast because people did come out with statements defending themselves, right? And they have the power, like we mentioned. They have the power to do horrible things, but they're also the ones with so much power that a lot of people are trying to take them down, you know? Like, I not related to the the stories that we talked about last podcast, but I personally have seen, uh, like, threads where I talked about, you know, people in my high school were doing all these, like, terrible stuff with sexual harassment stuff, but I've also seen screenshots of people exposing girls who were like, yo, wouldn't it be funny if I just posted my ex-boyfriend here to fuck him over? Like, Mm. shit like that is just real on an even smaller scale. So for these people who have a lot of power, they also have a lot of risk. And all these girls, though, like, I'm all for them telling their stories, I encourage people to read both sides of the stories and understand where their perspective comes from. And, again, don't want to dismiss any of the stories that are coming out from these girls. They have every right, and I'm super happy that a lot of them are speaking up. But that's just... I guess on the other side of the coin that we didn't really mention in the last podcast, that kind of just had a weird itch to it that I want to discuss in this podcast. And we'll kind of go into that um, as we discuss all these topics. But uh, yeah, it's just a a fucking shit ton of things going on in esports right now. ton of people with hot takes. One thing I want to mention is fuck Keemstar. That guy (laughs) is against everything that we ever talked about and what I just said about kind of like shunning these girls' stories. He was literally saying stuff about... If they didn't want it, they should just say no. Where, like, that is the most privileged, shittiest response to any sexual harassment story possible. It is just like, I just want to say, fuck that guy. And, like, I'm all for people telling their stories, but also, like, you know, form your own perspective.
0: I also think it's hilarious that Keemstar read one of these accounts, like, of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And in that video where he said, you should have just said no. He admits I didn't read the whole thing. I read maybe the first couple sentences or whatever, and I just thought you should have said no, but this guy's such a fucking dumbass. he didn't read the whole account to see that she does say no. She does mm-hmm. but he admitted that he never he didn't even read the goddamn thing. So yeah. there you go thats That's one of the world's best journalists in gaming Yeah. Um, <laughs> giving the best the greatest account that you could possibly give on a situation like this yeah fucking shithead
1: he needs to be canceled i have no idea why he hasn't been canceled yet especially after the h3 shit i don't want to get too much into the drama though there is a lot of drama filled topics this podcast but the one strong stance i will take is fuck keemstar fuck that guy and everything he stands for i just i'm just not for it and with that being said roll the intro stuff.
0: This week's topics, we got a lot of them. We're going to run through them quickly. One, Twitch getting sued in probably one of the most hilarious lawsuits I've ever read. (laughs) I can't wait to talk about this one. Dr. Disrespect, one of Twitch's biggest streamers. He's banned and no one knows why. We're going to tell you what we know because we also don't know why. Donald Trump is also banned. No surprise there. We're also going to talk about a bunch of new games that have been released. that's how we're going to close it out we're going to talk about ubisoft releasing a new battle royale game pokemon releasing a moba game smite uh collaborating with avatar and then gucci collaborating with an esports team on a watch so let's get into it twitch lawsuit yeah i'm just going to pull up this article and read it for you guys because like i can tell you my account of it but reading the article just makes it hilarious yeah the heading is Twitch sued for featuring scantily clad women. A California man sues Twitch for exposing him to scantily clad women, <laughs> asking for $25 million and for streamers like Pokimane to be banned. So apparently this guy is suing Twitch because there are a bunch of hot girls on the platform. Um this Th- was That's the submitted. best way to say it, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. This was submitted to the Superior Court of California on June 15th. So this is fucking brand new, like a brand new lawsuit. Eric Estevillo is seeking $25 million in damages. Eric said that his depression, OCD, panic disorder, agoraphobia, and Crohn's disease meant that he heavily relies on the internet for all of his entertainment needs. He also suffers from sex addiction because of his OCD. And claims that twitch has extremely exacerbated his condition by displaying many sexually suggested suggestive women streamers through its twisted neck coat. okay and then it explains who he follows he follows 786 <laughs> female streamers <laughs> and no
1: male streamers <laughs> <And> no
0: men <laughs> it says that it is nearly impossible for him to use twitch without being exposed to such sexual content Streams with thumbnails of scantily clad women are shown to him. No option to filter recommendations by gender. He said he also named several streamers who expose viewers sexually additive material and consistent content on a consistent and regular basis daily. He talks about, um, what's her name? Amaranth, uh, well, Alinity, who had yeah. a major. And a, so he basically saw Alinity's, uh, Nip Slip, Pokimane, Loser Fruit, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the funny part is that this isn't the first time he
1: tried to sue, like, a gaming company. Like, he previously tried to sue Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, Blizzard for all various things. And they're all just kind of dismissed. But I'm assuming if it's these gaming companies, it's just like, bro, like, I got anime titties in my face. I'm just trying to play video games. Like, what the fuck's going on here? I can't imagine it being any different than what it is, like, for this. Like, he's just going through every company trying to find little holes in which, like, he could use his... Disease as a as a reason and explanation as why he's suffering from watching these platforms, which is like, I mean, part of me is like it, it kind of makes sense because like you go to Twitch for they're not advertised as this like place for that right right but, right I, I kind of agree with him but I'll let you talk I'll but like well. and the what the one thing that I also do like is that. He th- he's so he's trying to get all them um like ban all these streamers ban. that he listed, but he also wants twenty five million in punitive damages from Twitch to request for his relief. The good part about this is that he'll split half between himself and other Twitch Prime Turbo subscribers. I don't I don't know why is it because they're spending the most money, but he know. said the rest should go towards COVID nineteen and Black Lives Matter. So honestly respect to my man using his sex addiction as a way to do some social justice if that is a very loosely way of tying those together uh, but other than that it just seems like a kind of ridiculous claim given that he's done this in the past to other companies um but like he's just, a, he's just a lawsuit troll yeah i don't he might be trolling he he might be for real he might just be finding loopholes to get like his bag i don't know it's it's yeah. hard to say but it, i think it's it makes for a pretty good article <laughs> and a and pretty good conversation so i like it
0: yeah but also maybe he's not trolling it's you have to prove that you have ocd and you have yeah no things. for sure i don't know yeah. but i mean like i kind of get where he's coming from instagram has turned into softcore porn like the girls that have the most followers now are the girls that literally just like cover their nipples not even cover- then dude not even then they're just wearing right, white right. tank tops and it's literally see-through like yeah you're right you're right i'm wrong. No, like straight naked, and then they'll do like a blurring over the nipples. Yeah. It's straight up porn. Dude. And it's programming people. Anyone, any age can go on Instagram. Yeah. But like when you were kids, you couldn't fucking like go and buy porno magazines at the fucking 7 Eleven. You had to be at a certain age. Yeah. Right. So it's wiring people's brains in a terrible way. Yeah. But Instagram doesn't want to do anything about it because they're making money off all these people going on there and watching shit and looking at shit someone needs to stop all these women from fucking like the biggest followings on instagram are from girls with their tits out yeah like is that what instagram is for i don't know that's what OnlyFans is for.
1: Yeah, that is what OnlyFans is for. One note I'll make as like a marketing eye is on TikTok. This is very like this is very evident, right? TikTok is the place where and I could go off about this, but I won't. Where you have very fucking little talent, but you get a ton of followers. It requires very little skill to be big on that platform, just by simply being a girl. But one profile I actually saw, she had like maybe a thousand views per video up to this one video where she showed like literally just nipple through her white tank top type of video and that got millions and from every video on forward after that she only wore that shirt she's just just, (laughs) just, she's just optimizing right she's just doing what the the platform and like what the platform's telling her will get her views and it's just like yeah that's just today's society and this guy's trying to make money off of it
0: (laughs) yeah he's actually playing 3d chess we're yeah. sitting here complaining about this shit yeah. he's actually going and trying to get money for it yeah and for wow. social I,
1: justice so honestly i kind of
0: changed my stance <laughs> at the beginning i was laughing at him but now yeah. i kind of get the manifesto <laughs> that he's going with here this guy's kind of smart yeah.
1: so, <laughs> okay he's on to something he's on to something
0: yeah yeah okay moving on to our next topic we're still on twitch dr disrespect massive streamer on oh twitch my God, super dude. popular kind of a controversial personality just because of like he says whatever the fuck he wants but not in a bad way um he's banned and we don't know why and uh, and apparently he doesn't even know why either yeah
1: yeah and he just no stranger, if you guys no. if you guys might remember he just signed a, a like multi-year deal with twitch as well and for his contract to just be wiped like that i don't know what the terms would be if it's just wiped but he, he's just gone from the platform he tweeted out on sunday i think was the most recent we've heard from him since his band was just saying like, yo, I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, thanks for all the support and love champions club, blah, blah. blah. And I mean, our feeling is that he does know a lot of sources do know, like slasher on Twitter says he does know, but it's too sensitive.
0: Super fucked up. Apparently. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah, it's bad for a source like that, especially a new source to say, I know, but I'm not going to tell you guys, but like he said, it's for like personal sensitivity reasons. So it could be gnarly. Yeah. People are like, yo, like, did he fucking murder someone if we're having this much of a cliffhanger like he,
0: it, it's probably something crazy like it's- yeah some people are j- jumping the criminal uh, yeah ass, yeah like, yeah who knows yeah I've, it, we delayed this pod to hopefully get more information but mm-hmm. nothing we're still waiting
1: yeah chat says free doc
0: only if you didn't harm anyone <laughs> agree yeah which which reminds us um you know Go check us out on Twitch. We stream this live. Twitch.tv. Perfect Rust1N. <laughs> um, follow us at Rust1N. Oh at kapal K-H-A-P-0-W. Yeah. If you like this podcast, go subscribe. Give us five stars. Share with your friends. Now, back to the podcast. He's yeah. banned, We'll keep you updated. You know who Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk a
1: little more on this, though. Because oh, it okay, is super sorry. juicy on Dr. Dissertvek. This will probably take a lot of time on these... Twitch topics, and then we'll go on really fast to the new games topics. But, Dr. wreck Disprec- the crazy part about this is there was a clip from the last eight minutes of his stream where you oh, could yeah. kind of see that, like, he realizes that, like, oh, fuck, like, this shit's gonna be bad. Like, uh, you could see in the clip where he might have looks over towards like his third monitor or his phone or something, maybe gets a notification, and his mood changes drastically. He was just vibing, having a good time, and all of a sudden, you, you guys should go check it out. He- you could just tell he's just like, kind of like no words to be said just trying to keep his character on because he's playing this character but he's just like looking down he's like oh, God, fuck man like 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 things are gonna be tough right now but like we'll, we'll get through this champions club like we'll get through this like we just always just gotta keep our heads up and stay positive but like, you could tell something was fucking deeply affecting him right and that's just like even more of like you're just watching these like breadcrumb trails of just little evidence pieces to what he possibly could have done. And the conspiracy theories are wild, like I don't want to go into each of them and like like present like false narratives or, like possibly like what i might think because it's like such a wide range of it but like again like the fact that slasher a person who will tweet about anything to expose anyone is withholding information for personal reasons and privacy reasons is a pretty big thing the fact that yeah. no one knows the fact that he's opting out to say that i don't even know what's going on is pretty big the fact that twitch hasn't released a statement but just immediately just delete his channel and then perma him is mm-hmm. is pretty fucking serious it's not a DMCA type shit where like music copyright. It, it's none of like the smaller stuff. It's like immediate permanent ban. So I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll have to see what it is, but I'm we'll I'm very curious.
0: Okay, we talked about Doctor Disrespect getting banned. Another person whose name starts with a D, Donald Trump, <laughs> also, ba- also banned. Also yeah. banned also banned from Twitch can you tell us why Kat and why is it that we know why Trump got banned but we don't know why Dr. (laughs) Dr. Disrespect got banned
1: yeah so Trump got banned for quote unquote hateful conduct and I think it's because a lot of streamers are complaining about it and they showed clips from his previous broadcasts where like in 2015 that was rebroadcasted Mr. Trump made comments about Mexico sending drugs crimes and rapists over the border which is like (laughs) that's pretty hateful (laughs) and and recently in the rally in um, Tulsa where he talks about a quote-unquote very tough hombre breaking into women's woman's house at 1am. Uh, I haven't seen this reference, I'm not too sure what it refers to, but I'm assuming it's hateful, <laughs> and thus Twitch just completely shut down the site, and it's a very strong stance, right? It shows, I mean, the the platform itself and the audience is very like millennial type of people, right? The younger I mean, audience funny that... that-
0: Yeah, I mean, it's funny that Twitch is the only social platform I've heard of that's taking a stance like this against Trump.
1: Yeah. But I think they have every right to do so, right? Because their TOS is probably a little more strict than, say, someone like Twitter and Instagram, where it's very, very free public speech. But Twitch, and we talked about this, owns the content even when you're a streamer, right? Is the fact that DMCA is such a big thing because you don't own that music. Um, the only thing you do own is potentially the games that you're playing. But even then, the, the games, the, the developers own that. As a streamer, you, ve- you own very little, except for your face on the small ass face camera on the bottom left, right? But for Trump, like because he's just broadcasting himself and all that content it lies on twitch their tos is very strict in terms of what you can and can't say so something like that is just they it's cool that they are using that power <laughs> to shut down what they consider hate i um, not going to go into the politics of like what trump does and doesn't stand for but it's good that they're taking the stance and they're they're because they have the ability to do so whereas like if you're twitter instagram whatever you might want to but you don't have the right
0: to right right mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's everything on the industry side. Now we're going to dive into the fun side, the products, the collabs, the launches, the hype geek type shit that we love talking about. New Ubisoft Battle Royale game collaborating with Twitch to produce this. So basically, it's a battle royale game that promises to have a higher uh, amount of audience interactivity than any other title before. Um, we've heard a lot of companies always trying to like engage the Twitch streaming audience They're always coming up with new stuff, but it never really hits the mark because there's always a balance between, you know, how do you improve the game for like audience interactivity without messing up the balance of it, right? Like if someone has more viewers than you and all those viewers are throwing them free money, free weapons or whatever, they're always going to win the game. Mm -hmm. That's the trade-off. And that's something that's in question here with the Ubisoft game. But basically it's a battle royale game. It's set in like a neo-futuristic world, so think like cyberpunk, think, uh, you know, Akira, if you've seen that anime. And it's made by the people that make Rainbow Six, which is very popular FPS, or sorry. Yeah, it's an FPS, FPS. but it's very popular esports, so the team knows what they're doing when it comes to shooting gameplay. And yeah, it's Battle Royale, where the audience can drop, you know, weapons for you, uh, money. It's called
1: Hyperscape, by the way. Hyperscape. My question is, Another BR? (laughs) Like, what do you think? Are we getting saturated in this BR market? Or is it because it hits so hard that people are just going to keep making it? I mean,
0: it's now a market. People are always going to play BRs. That's a fact. Is it done? No. Will there be another hit? No. Uh, It's like, it's not done. It'll always be around. But there's not going to be a mega hit like a Fortnite. But dude, Warzone is like... I we thought three mega hits, bro. We have Fortnite, Apex, and Warzone. Obviously, Call of Duty was going to make a battle royale hit. Yeah, it was obvious. Is Halo? I don't, I don't think so. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like there are no other real shooting titles out there. Maybe Battlefield, but it just doesn't carry the weight that those three other titles did. Yeah. Um, and Apex—the only reason Apex carries weight is because it was the second company to come out. Mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I, I don't think we're going to have another massive hit. However, this proves that uh, the the category is here to stay. The audience interactivity was probably their way of being competitive to other battle royals. So, like, you can get speed ups, health, different things, um, and supposedly it's gonna go into open beta next week, and it's gonna be yeah, that's play, so
1: fast. Like, all that stuff. It's so, yeah. crazy. Just a surprise announcement. will be we'll probably play and just it's it's free, right? Yeah, it's free. It's a free I'll, I'll 100% play, and we'll get back to you on our thoughts on that. I'm, I'm excited to try a new BR. BRs are hitting. If you were gonna keep making it, we'll see how this one goes. If it goes really well, it'd just be another example of, all right, let's just keep making BRs. If it doesn't go well, people might be shifting their strategy towards like newer types of games that, I don't know, you kind of bring back older type games to see what they'll do now in a more like real, like futuristic version. I think people are just thinking about what works today, but this could shift the way people think about how to create games and different types of games. But
0: BR is just so engaging. Uh, I don't know. Like, I might mean, hopefully- just stick. Hopefully, uh, it shifts people into creating more games with streamers in mind. That's a cool feature, and I'd love for that to continue. Let's move on to our next game release, Pokemon MOBA. I never thought that this would happen, but I'm actually very happy to see that Pokemon is expanding from their typical gameplay. So, it's a MOBA, which means it's basically League of Legends. So, if you don't know what a MOBA is, uh, think League of Legends. Massive um, online battle arena. What, exactly. Yeah. Five aside, side. You pick a hero at the start, so in this case a Pokemon at the start, and you level up the Pokemon by fighting other people on the map with your minions and growing until you can go into their base and destroy them. This is really cool to me. Uh, it's Some people are not interested in it, some aren't, That's I me. think it's really cool. Not interested. Um, I don't think that this is an American game, both obviously who it's made by and then where it's going to have a big impact. It's made by Tencent, sorry, I want to make sure that. I said that right. Yes, it is made by Tencent. They're the people who also developed Call of Duty Mobile. Yeah. Um, so they made this. It's free to play for Nintendo Switch and mobile devices with crossplay. That's huge, dude. Yeah. It's mobile, but it's also Nintendo Switch, and you can play against each other. That's fucking huge, man. Now, will the gameplay be good? I don't know, because Pokemon has a history of just Nintendo, like, it has a history of creating games that don't have as much depth anymore. You know, like when they released their fighting game, there weren't a lot of movesets. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they take it as seriously as like a League of Legends would to make a game that lasts a very long time. However, it's by Tencent. They made Call of Duty Mobile, and that's like one of the best mobile games I've ever played. Yeah, great Very game. well made. Mm. Um, which just goes to show that more and more companies are okay with going to Tencent to create mobile games, which is so weird to me. You would think that like, okay, Activision... Poke, like Nintendo these guys are massive video game companies if you were to tell me 5 years ago that a company would be able to come up and go to them and say hey we're going to port your mobile games that sounds absurd to me i'm like dude these guys are the top game publishers or game developers why why would they why would they go to someone else but that just goes to show Tencent owns the fucking mobile market and mm-hmm. they're also a massive company now obviously yeah but, they're
1: massive they're like the biggest yeah. company but yeah th- this game does sniff of just Developing for a Chinese market or an Asian market. Just the fact that it's mobile and developed oh, by an Asian company. Yeah. it's. I mean, I personally am not interested because, for one, you like shit though. on me. I don't like Pokemon. I don't like MOBAs. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to the bro games like Hypescape, Hyperscape. I'll play Hyperscape. You could play this Pokemon game. I don't know when it comes
0: out, and we'll report cool. back on our findings. Yeah, well, the I'm excited team. to play it. Yeah, um, yeah the dream team. <laughs> All right. Next game collapsed smite collabing with avatar another uh, moba in our chat last week talked about this it's another moba uh, it's third person though so it's a different camera angle and basically avatar uh the last has... airbender not the blue people right it's yes the... yeah, okay. yes yes very good point yeah um you could buy a battle pass in smite that has that and then it's skins for characters that already exist in the game so it's not brand new move sets or characters but they have like oh it's not new brand like. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i mean think about it it would ruin the whole balance of the game but uh, yeah it's tight yeah like, it's you got cool. Aang, you cora um and they're all gonna be playable in this game it just goes to show how strong avatar is that it was released in 2008 and they're still like pumping shit out for it mm. um
1: yeah who knows this is this partnership is something that made me think about playing smite then i watch gameplay and i'm like i'm not gonna play smite <laughs> but it, it's it's cool because i saw the skins and i saw the moves where like you know in the final battle where he's like wrapped around like this like he's doing all his elements around him like belt right. form like i think those are like his moves and he's like shooting out shit but if it's not like real moves and it's not like developed they didn't develop an own character plot line for it where he has like his own cool moves that i guess get awesome. into the meta then it's kind of it's just using aesthetically like skins for it so which is like right. uh, i don't know it doesn't really encourage me to play because that's just me playing smite and, yeah yeah
0: true i mean but you are playing as the avatar just yeah it's like for example they have this guy merlin his skin is the avatar skin and then it turns him into Ankh. and then mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. his movesets are like angst yeah um but yeah good point the last thing that we're going to talk about is this gucci collab so Fnatic is an eSports team, and Gucci and Fnatic are releasing a dive watch together. Mm -hmm. What's interesting about this... Wait, what's a dive watch? It's just a a watch. Like, a Rolex is technically a dive watch. It's just watches that can go... Underwater. uh, Yeah. And what's interesting about this collab is that they've actually been kind of collabing together for a minute now. Where, basically, they went to, like, some fashion week last year fanatic went there and then gucci like let them buy a bunch of clothes and they did like a whole youtube video and the video has a lot of hits mm. um I-, I think it's it, a good collab not visually like visually it's pretty normal they just took a gucci watch they put their logo on and they put their color scheme on it and it's selling for like sixteen hundred dollars what i don't know how many yeah i don't know how many fans oh, of fanatic oh, ju- just a hundred units hundred units. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many fans of Fnatic can pay for that, but I think it's a good collab because Fnatic is a European team and usually like the European market is more accustomed to I don't know buying a Gucci watch than the American consumer market is, in my opinion. Right? Like Gucci was always big in Europe before it became big in the US. And the reason it became big in the US in recent times is because of all these rappers talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I-, I can see that connection. Now the price point, I don't know. The real reason we're talking about this Um, is because they're releasing a game within the Gucci app where it's like a diving game. I mean, they have a bunch of games in the Gucci app, but this one is going to have something to do with Fnatic, which is cool.
1: Mm. Um, The video announcing it was actually pretty cool. Did you see that? Yeah, it was just like warehouse vibes, um, very intense gamer look. And they're just talking about the perspective of time as gamers, it like the 30 seconds within the game i think they said like feels really fast feels really short because like just under so much pressure and i think that's like the kind of play of like underwater like, like time is like perceived differently blah blah and i thought that was a cool message and visually the video was really cool too dope uh
0: yeah. oh one of our viewers has mentioned um there is team mainly cs players blow 3k on counter strike skins they definitely got enough for that watch It makes a good point <laughs> very good it makes point. a good point and there's only yeah. 100 units so it's not really that difficult, yeah. Uh, to find customers for it, mm-hmm. then he asked, "Have you seen the beef on Twitter between XQC?" And <laughs> <Indian
1: communities?" laughs> yes. I have. Have you? Kat? Yeah, of course. Did yeah, I, wo- I woke up to that shit this morning. All yeah, right, this... so explain it. Explain the
0: three players in this beef.
1: And yeah, yeah. So I didn't like dive deeply into like how it started. I think what has happened was um, XQC said something about how I think he was targeting Dr. Lupo. About how like charity streamers, when they do charity stream, they still make money from it. So he's just kind of just pointing out the weirdness of it, where it's like if you're purely for charity, just give a hundred percent away. Lupo came in to like for me when I work with Saint Jude, um, I've literally never taken a single dollar. All of it goes towards that. It is true though what XUC is saying in that like streamers do take a cut out of it. Like streamers definitely do take a cut out of like money sometimes because it motivates them to do that charity stream. And then I think what happened was Ninja's wife came in. Jessica Blevins, Blevins or Belvins? I forgot. So, Blevins. Blevins. Who? last name. <laughs> it's That's either Blevins or Bel Belvins. I hung out with him in New York. <laughs> AKA took a picture with him. I just I, I just call him Ninja. <laughs> yeah, okay, I call him Tyler. You know, or Mr. Blevins. Uh, or daddy, but she like, she came yeah. in saying something about. I I don't, I can't recall what it was, but she kind of just went off on how, like, he's just making assumptions, blah, blah. And then XUC comes back and just fires off saying something along the lines of, like, uh, yeah, I'm sure you know a lot about fundraising, given that those cushy bags don't pay for themselves.
0: Oh, (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
1: And then. And then Ninja came back and was like, yo, yeah, like, you have no idea how much work she does for this company, for the family, blah, blah, blah all this shit. And and, next, and he was like, we've donated millions to fucking charities and we've raised hundreds of thousands. And he was like, yeah, I respect that. I just don't respect your wife just pulling shit out of her ass, so I'll pull shit out of my ass and say shit too. Um, and then the funny part is that Everyone's like eyes are on this Twitter thread, right? Like two biggest names, XUC and ninjas going at it. And then a Linity comes in, just a mm-hmm. <laughs> where she just goes, like, I'm Team Ninja or I think Team Ninja's gonna lose. Like I think she's just supporting like XUC, just like she's putting something woody out there. And then just replied back, like, don't you have like more cats to throw or something?
0: <laughs> yeah, <they're> so <laughs>
1: to abuse <Yeah. a> <laughs> And then uh, she replied, she's like, whoa, man, it's just a joke. Like, calm down. And he was like, yeah, I was just joking, too. And he was just being, like, ultra sarcastic. Like, this is very, <laughs> this is very, like, Ninja's hyper days where he was just going yeah. off on kids, which I love to see. Uh, but it was overall just, like, a massive troll. Like, every, this entire thread was just troll shit status. And it went the, it went viral.
0: on each other, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I will also say that Ninja actually released a statement about, like, the Me Too movement that's been... uh surfacing in the twitch community and basically called everyone out and was just like this shouldn't be happening and uh i just gotta tip my hat to him yeah you know he said, i'm not gonna stream with any other girls out of respect for my wife and everyone shout on him but like dude he's spotless yeah right yeah that's why ninja's ninja he knows what he's doing and i respect that guy forever Mm -hmm. so we're team ninja or what i've been team ninja bro okay i've been had team ninja all right
1: yeah i, th- I think it. so too okay
0: hype geek team ninja much love guys have a great rest of your week rest of your week wow <laughs> thank you so much for listening much love peace peace